Welcome to the Husband Factory Podcast. I'm the host and founder, Makita Kamara Omensa. Join me here every week where I help single women meet good men and enjoy great marriages using proven faith-based principles. Now, here's today's episode. Hey there, pretty lady. Hope you're having quite an amazing day as usual. I am so happy to be here with you, grateful. I want to ask you to do something today. After you listen to today's episode, can you leave me a review? It really helps when you leave a review, it allows other people to find out about the podcast. And, and, you know, if you have been helped in any way, if there's anything that I've said that has resonated with you, leave a review because it will allow other people, the more reviews I have, the more other people will be able to find me and be able to get the help that they need. Because let's face it, we need help. Ladies in these dating streets, (laughs) we need help. As a universal thought, I think most women would say that one of the things that they really hope to never experience is a man that cheats on them. Because let's face it, there are fewer things that make you feel more vulnerable, more violated, more like uh, it's it's a high form of disloyalty. It's a high form of disrespect. It's a high form of, you know, being used, being taken for granted. So many things go through your mind when you experience something like that. And, you know, most women would say if there's one thing they definitely don't want to experience in their marriage, and that's that's being cheated on. Now, God can restore a marriage where infidelity has happened. He has done it many times. He's restored marriages that has dealt with infidelity. But at the same time, as a woman that is a single woman, you're not even trying to think like that. You're trying to make sure that it doesn't happen to you. So I I thought about doing this episode because I had a, a young lady ask me, about a guy that she's dating. And, you know, I let her know that that guy is is a definite red flag, you know? So I decided to do this episode because it's it's very important to look at the red flags. It's hard when you're dating, especially if the person has all the other qualities that you like. It's hard to be sober enough to look at him objectively and realize that this person is or is not what I need. And a lot of times they aren't. So this particular young man was exhibiting certain characteristics and the and the young lady was concerned. So she came to me and I told her, definitely, this young man is a cheater in training. So I'm going to explain that to you. So here are three signs that he might cheat. Of course, I'm not proclaiming to know everything or know the future or know that, you know, everyone that fits this bill is definitely going to cheat on you. But I want you to know that research has been done and a lot of the things that I'm saying correlates with it. So you don't want to put yourself in a position where you're like, well, my case will be different. This has happened, yes, but my case will be different. Many, many women have said their case would be different only to find themselves in exactly the thing that they never hope to experience, okay? So number one sign that he might cheat is if he cannot control himself with you. If you are in a relationship with a guy and you guys are sleeping together, just know that he might cheat on you after you're getting married. You know, there's a pastor that I I love listening to. He's so proficient and amazing when it comes to relationships. And that's um, Pastor Kingsley Okonkwo. And what he says is that 
a fornicator is an adulterer in training. So any guy that fornicates, any guy that that is sleeping around with you or sleeping around with other people, that guy is an adulterer in training. So if you and him are sleeping together, just know that you're teaching him that it's okay to take things that don't belong to him. So you're teaching him that it's okay that to sleep with you. So then in his mind, it's going to be okay to sleep with Deborah or Mary or Tiffany or Lucy because you're already, you've already shown him that it's okay because you're allowing it to happen with you. So any guy that is sleeping with you very well may cheat on you once you get married. I can't stress this enough. I've said it before, so please forgive me for the redundancy, but I can't stress this enough. Marriage doesn't change you. Anything you're not doing now, you will not do when you get married. I talk about that when God told me, you know, I hadn't cooked. I I had two jobs. I just bought a house. I was 24. I thought I was all that. And the Holy Spirit said to me, but you didn't cook today. And I said to him, yeah. And so what? He said, is that what you're going to tell your husband? And I said, no, I'm going to, I'm going to cook. I'm going to clean. I'm going to manage my home. And he was like, so if you're not doing it now, you're not going to do it then. So anything you aren't doing now, you aren't doing then. So if you and a man, if a man is in a relationship with you and he's not controlling himself now, he's not going to control himself after marriage. Now, of course, you don't want him to control himself with you, but that doesn't mean that he's going to control himself with other people. You don't, after marriage, you don't necessarily stop being attracted to other people. I just want you to know that you're still going to see fine men. You're still going to see men that are exactly what you like. You're still going to see men that are easy on the eyes, as some would say. You're still going to see that. So it, it, getting married doesn't mean that you're going to stop finding the opposite sex attractive. It doesn't, and it also doesn't mean that men are going to stop finding you attractive or women are going to stop finding your husband attractive. Men are still going to approach you after you're married. Uh, Maybe they didn't notice your ring or maybe they just don't care. Or maybe you didn't wear your ring that day. Whatever it is, men will still approach you after you're married. Women will still approach your husband, be interested in your husband after you're married. So if he doesn't practice self-control now, when will he practice it? When will he know how to have self-control? When will he know like, you know what? My hormones are raging. This woman is beautiful, but I'll pass. I answer to a higher calling. I'm going to do what's best for myself, for my family, for my future. How will he do that if he's not doing it now? The days of practicing self-control is when you're dating. After you're married, it's hit or miss and, and you might miss. So don't take any chances. So any man that is sleeping with you, honey, you have a cheater, a possible cheater on your hands. So be very careful. Now, number two, so number one is if he can't control himself with you. Now, number two is if he can't control himself with other people. So if a man cheats on you while you guys are together, let's say, and you know, sometimes a man will not sleep with you, but he'll sleep with other people. But if you find out that he slept with somebody else and he may tell you, oh, it didn't mean anything. It's just because I'm trying to keep our relationship pure. Oh, you know, I've, I've heard that before. Or, you know, you, you had a period where you weren't together, then you end up cheating on you, whatever it is. Any man that cheats on you when you're dating, chances are he can cheat on you when you're married. Again, it's the same thing. Marriage doesn't change you. 
Whatever you were doing before marriage, you continue to do. The kind of mindset and value system you had before marriage, you'll continue to have. Getting married doesn't all of a sudden give you your golden wings. You don't all of a sudden become an angel in training. You don't. You are the same person you just married. So you should really marry somebody who's working on themselves. You should marry somebody who's already exhibiting Christ-like character, who's already exhibiting integrity, who's already exhibiting self-control, who's already exhibiting strength, personal strength, inner strength, who's already exhibiting love and, and patience, all of those things so that you can enjoy your marriage, so that you don't have to live in fear, so that you don't have to worry if he if he's gone for three weeks, you know, something happened, he has to go out of state for three weeks. You don't have to be wondering, is he going to meet somebody? You know, is is something going to happen with that person that he does meet? You don't have to concern yourself with that. But if the gentleman in question has cheated on you at any time in your relationship, you can rest assured that he could potentially cheat on you after marriage. If he can't control himself with you, number one, and he cannot control himself with other people, number two, you're in trouble. Now, the other thing to look out for, because sometimes some men, they talk a lot, but they don't act, or at least you don't know that they act, right? If you see a man who's always, his head is always turning when he sees a a woman with a nice shape, or if you see a man who's always talking about, you know, in a sexual manner, or is always making comments, sexual comments, but you haven't seen him do anything, but he makes comments. That man is just waiting for somebody to take him up on his offer. That's all. He's not a saint just because he, you don't you haven't seen him act. He's just waiting for someone to make, take him up on his offer. That's all. When the right person takes him up on his offer, he'll act on it. You know, so sometimes men talk about it or they're the type that, you know, they're always looking at beautiful women or they're, they're so moved by beautiful women. Now, now the average man is going to, notice a beautiful woman. But the average man, I should say maybe the average Christian man knows how to see a beautiful woman, but don't have to follow her with their eyes for 10 minutes or be checking her out for 10 minutes. They 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 can look at a woman and look at her in a guarded way or or notice her beauty, but look away or notice her beauty, but not stare at her intently or, you know what I mean? So th- th- there's, a, there's a smooth way to notice that somebody is beautiful without being so obvious. But if a man can't even control himself, he can't even use style to look at a woman and see that she's beautiful. He, It's so obvious that he's he's checking out her butt or so obvious that he's checking her out. Then, um, yeah, that guy might be somebody that has sexual indiscretion and lack of self-control. So you want to steer clear from that because the average man can check you out and you won't even know it. The average man can. I mean, he can check you out, know your me- body measurements <laughs> from head to toe, know if you got dirt under your fingernails. I always use that one because <laughs> I'm always touching my face and, you know, makeup gets under my fingernails. It looks like my fingernails are dirty. And I had to like, you know, be conscious of stop touching my face or he knows if your toenails are done and he can do it in less than two seconds. Have you completely checked out? And you won't even notice that he's doing it. But if a man can't even control himself to check you out, like he he just can't even help it. Mm, that guy might have some, some indiscretion issues. Okay. 
like his eyes don't leave your breast area or his eyes don't leave your body, that he may have some sexual indiscretion and some self-control issues right there, even though you haven't seen him act on it. So don't be like, oh, I haven't seen him act on it, so it's okay. And number three, he doesn't believe in obeying all of God's rules. Now, God's rules, when I say rules, when I'm talking about God's word, the, the Bible, his 10 commandments, all of that, for you and I. Therefore, our benefit, when you think about it, there's not anything that God has asked us to do that doesn't benefit us. All of them benefit us. When you really start to think of the nitty gritty of every commandment, it all benefits us at the end of the day. It allows us to have a beautiful life. It allows us to have a peaceful life. His commandments bring life and they bring hope and they bring peace in our lives. You you understand? So if there's a guy, if there's any part, let's say he he believes in telling white lies. You know what I mean? Like, you know, oh, you know, I caught out sick today because I really wanted to go to the game. So I just told him I was sick. That's a white lie. But guess what? It's still a lie. The Bible says you shouldn't lie, right? Or let's say he doesn't believe in tithing. Like he believes, you know what? I pay, I give to God what I can give God. I don't, I don't have to do that exactly 10%. There's times I give 20%. There's times I give 8%. It's just based on what I have at the time. If he tells you anything like that, that is, that is not in line with God's word, which means by the way, madam, that you need to know God's word, right? Because if he tells you something that is not in line with God's word and you don't know that it's not in line with God's word, or let's say he's like, he doesn't believe that you have to be in church every Sunday. He's working. God has given him a mandate to start a business. And, you know, he he has this beautiful destiny. You know, he's going to, he's he's a businessman. And, you know, you, you go when you can. You don't have to go every Sunday. But God's word says you shouldn't forsake the assembling of yourselves. So if he's somebody that doesn't believe in doing exactly what God's word says, and he might also not believe in the scriptures that have to do with sexual indiscretion. What about the scriptures that has to do with thou shalt not fornicate? What about thou shalt not commit adultery? He may not believe in that too. So it's one of those things where it's all or nothing. Serving God, obeying God, living for God is all or nothing. So if he's, if he's kind of has one foot in church and one foot out, or he's kind of like, you know, I do my own thing. I interpret the scripture based on how it's going to suit my life, or I have an interpretation, my own personal interpretation based on how I see it, then chances are he will have his own personal interpretation when it comes to cheating as well, when it comes to fidelity, when it comes to faithfulness, when it comes to loving you sacrificially. He might have his own personal interpretation when it comes to those things. And you don't want that. You can't afford that. You need somebody that is focused, somebody that is sold out, somebody that's going to obey God's word, not because you're so good, but because God is so good. Not because he's trying to please you, but because he's trying to please God. That's what you need. So a word to the wise should be sufficient. Look for the warning signs and please, whatever you do, don't ignore them. I'm sure you got a lot out of today's episode. Don't forget to share. And guess what? The conversation doesn't have to end here. Hop online to www.husbandfactory.com to subscribe to my VIP newsletter. Just scroll to the bottom of any page and you'll see the button there. Remember, all the great love stories you've ever heard out of all of them, yours is going to be the best. Can't wait to hear it. See you next week.